Playwright Thomas Lanier Tennessee Williams was born in what U.S. state? Now, this is clearly a trick question because the answer is not going to be Tennessee. This has to be one of the best trivia questions I've asked. It's not going to be Tennessee. (laughs) Well, you don't know that. It could make you. This question left that in to fool you to think it's a trick question, but that maybe it's not. You know. But then you wouldn't if I. You saying that is it definitely is not going to be Tennessee because you're trying to then lead me back to maybe saying Tennessee, unless well, it's a mind game. You don't know what I'm playing right now. I'm all over the place. You could be playing three dimensional checkers over here. <laughs> not chess, <laughs> but checkers. Yeah, <laughs> king me. Uh, all right, here we uh, go. Here's my answer. I'm gonna go left field, Montana. Uh, it is Mississippi. Um, so, so close. close with, the it with an M. Yeah, yeah, but no cigar. Well, yeah. Jeff, you wanted me to guess where you were. Um, yep. Well, first of now, all, it's been... what, what's just contextually, what what information do you have? So you, <laughs> you sent me a, a recording earlier, like I want to say yeah. like 15 minutes ago or something, yeah. um, of what's going on outside your... And you were like, don't play it on the pod because it's religious. And yeah. I need you to understand, I'm, first of all, too dumb to understand what is going on in that message. Okay. I don't okay. actually get it. But I'm trying to put together what I do know. And I don't, well, I'm like, it's a Saturday. What religions celebrate on a Saturday? Uh, and I don't know the answer to that. Um, so... <laughs> Yeah. What, you, now what, I'm gonna give you a, a hint, um, yeah. and it's something they play that at certain times of the day every day. That does not help at all. But I'm gonna say, are you in Europe? I should ask. Um, yes. Okay. I actually don't know if this place is in. I'm gonna say Italy. Italy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. What? I, okay, okay, not Italy. I'm just like, you're close to Italy. You know what? No, 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 no. Scratch that. Scratch that. Greece. Uh, Closer. Bulgaria. I think even no. closer still. Okay. North Macedonia. You're so close. Oh, my God. I swear to God. Wait, Serbia? No. Ooh, you're, you're still really close. You're just kind of uh, <laughs> popping right around. Montenegro? Ooh, no. you're you're really close. <laughs> I'm just naming countries. God, there's like one that I'm forgetting. You already went to Croatia. You were already in Bosnia. You're in uh I don't know what other countries are around there. I only know what's in GeoGuessr. <laughs> um Yeah, I don't actually don't uh, even think that Google Maps I'm in the capital city of this country and I don't think Google Maps even has it. Okay, in, then like then now. I'm not gonna get it. I'm not gonna get it. Where All right. do you Do you want me to tell you? Yeah. Kosovo. See? That's the one that I was like, there's one with a cool name that isn't on GeoGuessr 
that is in that area, you're in Kosovo. I'm in Kosovo. I'm in Pristina, Kosovo. How is Kosovo? It's interesting. Um, um, so Kosovo is actually the country that has, um, in, in like surveys, has the the highest opinion of the U.S. of any country in the world. <laughs> what, what's like the, how do you quantify so, that? So it, it's like, you know, if people who have like a positive idea about the U.S., right? And it's like yeah. they, they take polls. Mm-hmm. Um, so Kosovo routinely has the highest level and it's because Kosovo the U.S. helped Kosovo exist. Kosovo has only been a country um, very recently. It's one of the most recent countries in the world. Mm. Um, it used to be a part of Serbia. Uh, yeah. And then they declared independence because Kosovo is um, ethnically composed mostly of, like, ethnic Albanians. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yes, but then the thing is that only about half the countries in the world actually recognize Kosovo as a country. Yeah. I mean, um, doesn't even so like China and Russia do not <laughs> Serbia does not of course yeah um, the US of course does US was one of the first we... countries to recognize them so they have wow. a, there's actually a statue of Bill Clinton in in the city I mean <laughs> they love Bill Clinton here fascinating I well I admittedly don't know anything about Kosovo so this is all very interesting to me um yeah it's an interesting place now the, the thing is it's kind of because the countries all that border Kosovo recognize Kosovo except for Serbia, of course. Uh-huh. So Serbia still set, claims Kosovo as part of Serbia. Mm-hmm. So you actually, um, I couldn't enter Kosovo through Serbia. You can do that, but then you would have to leave again through Serbia. Mm-hmm. Uh, because then since they, if you like go from Serbia, you get your stamp passport. If you enter Kosovo, they don't give you an exit stamp. So then if you ever go back to Serbia, they could look at your passport and claim that you never left. And then they could arrest you for overstaying your visa. Wow, that's messy. That's yeah. Um... So, so I had to. Then the thing is, I'm dri- I'm traveling actually with this German guy I met for the last like couple weeks. I met him in Slovenia, <laughs> and uh, yeah. So I and then I've just been. Tra- he's a car, and we've just been driving around Europe. That's crazy. What's um, his name? Unless you don't want to give out his name. Yeah, um, you know, uh, you know, his... we'll keep it, Paul. <laughs> yeah, it, it's his name starts with a J as well. Okay, okay. Cool. Yeah, I'm lighting a candle. Sorry, I was just You're, yeah. It's very it's moody the, in here. Getting in the mood. Um, yeah. So I met this guy in Slovenia. Then we traveled into Croatia, and then we went into uh-huh. Bosnia into like a lake with his other German friend who was there for a bit. And then wow. we went back into Croatia and stayed on an island in Croatia called Brač. Uh, then we drove back into Bosnia and went to Mostar, um, which was really interesting. And then up to Sarajevo. Uh, then two days ago or so. We actually drove for about nine hours. We were going to drive through Montenegro into Kosovo mm-hmm. because of the reason I pointed out. Yeah. Um, but then we accidentally took a wrong turn and didn't realize on the GPS. So then we would have, we actually accidentally drove into Serbia <laughs> because we, we got to like right before the border. I'm like, wait a second. Yeah. Um, and then we realized that if we were going to then circumvent Serbia, it would have taken an extra two hours. Yeah. So then we drove, we just went it, and we just went to Serbia for a couple hours and then left and then went down to Montenegro and then up into Kosovo. Wow. Wow. That is, that's a lot of traveling. Are you still with yeah. this guy? Like, is he? Yeah, he's, like... this is a room where he, this is a, this bed up here. He's he up there. Him. Oh, uh, he's not up there right now. <laughs> it's like this. 
yeah <laughs> that'd be really funny if everybody's trying to sleep and you're just like yeah the mummy um yeah that's that's why I, yeah i want to make sure we've like finished this podcast before 11 p.m hard, local time. that's the hard out yeah okay yeah um, um but yeah so it's been a good time but the thing is um i've been traveling around the balkans um like the in the last couple of weeks kind of the covid cases have been going up here so mm. i'm actually the day after tomorrow i'm gonna fly out back to uh, western europe for a bit nice before going back to the u.s nice where are you planning on going so i was in gonna western go into europe? albania oh sorry i was gonna say where are you planning on going in western europe um at least i'm gonna go back to france like because i'm i applied to get like finally the covid pass yeah there, so yeah, i'm hoping yeah. they get that to me but i'm so i'm flying into the basel airport which is technically in france nice it's wow. like an airport that's on the border of like germany and switzerland germany. and france but it's technically in france and you need yeah. the covid french covid pass to take domestic flights yeah so to take any other flights from france within france since even though it says it's the basel airport i would need the pass i don't know this is not probably not that interesting no i'm, in, <laughs> I'm just drinking my tea <laughs> yeah but anyway so yeah i'm flying at least back to france to start with i might go like one more place before going back to the u.s wow well damn jeff you a lot has happened in the last that you yeah. basically just gave explanation for why we haven't put out a podcast in a while yeah it's, i've been <laughs> all around yeah, yeah like it's like two days ago i was having lunch in montenegro wow you know what has been your favorite in the last few weeks like what's i don't know if you can pick um, favorites but what's been the most beautiful location the thing is like a lot of these countries it's like since i was driving instead of like flying or something and mm -hmm. you know you could see the gradient of like how the landscape changes yeah where um like croatia it's like a very rocky with like a few like spots of mm -hmm. green on the mountains and then it just gets more and more like filled with green the further you go south mm -hmm. yeah but they're all these countries are very mountainous totally yeah I, I feel like that's like the most beautiful part of europe in my opinion yeah like it's no it's i mean and also i think not that many people from the u.s like come to these countries yeah i mean obviously yeah. compared to western europe where everyone goes to paris mm-hmm um yeah. so yeah it's been interesting because especially like you know kosovo i had no idea what to expect and it's just right. like a very interesting place to walk around that's crazy has the language barrier been a problem because it's not as much of a place to go for uh, americans no or... because the thing is like every country in europe pretty much uses english as a second language so they all yeah. like, teach it pretty heavily yeah. and then also like a lot of people would speak german as well and I'm wow. with a German guy, so he was like, he we went to this artificial lake in Bosnia that was not even <laughs> touristic. We only could go because he had a car. So we <laughs> stayed, like it was two German guys and me, and we stayed at, like on a house near this artificial lake for a few days. And we went into the town, and it was like a really small town. And apparently everyone from this town like would like when they were younger all like worked in germany and then came back to live here <laughs> so they all would speak german i was like what is happening <laughs> wow that's weird um yeah have you do they know about the podcast have i have i asked uh, this before the or, the, uh, the german guy i'm with yeah have like yeah, only because I had to tell him to not be in the room ah, when yeah, recording yeah. the podcast. <laughs> That's awesome. That's really great. Yeah, but yeah, how um, you okay? Here's the thing. Enough about my trip, Karsten <laughs> Runquist. You went on your own trip. 
that's what's so funny about this is that while you were doing all of that, I had my own little road trip adventure, not with a German guy, but with my uh, girlfriend and their friend. But uh, <laughs> yeah. I did that in the East Coast um, the last week or so. I got back like Which, three days ago. Yeah, famously, uh, you are not from the East Coast. Yeah, if you need, if you know one thing about me, you know it's that I'm not from the East Coast. You're not an East uh, Coast guy. You're you're yeah, not one no, of those no. assholes. Hardcore Midwest. <laughs> throw up those M's. Um, <laughs> I yeah I we went to well we drove to Rochester. It was like a two day drive. We drove to Rochester, New York, stayed over there, and then drove all the way up into like the middle of Maine. Uh, we stopped in like mm-hmm. Portland to like check that out. And Portland's a beautiful city. I will say. Yeah. Um, I have a cousin is... that lives in, in Portland, Maine. Yeah? Um, what has, and they're, what have they they're said like, about uh, she's, she's a photographer, so um, Makes I sense. see lots of photos of Portland, yeah. Maine. There's, I guess there's a very famous lighthouse. Yeah, we were really close to that lighthouse, but we're too tired, and we're like, let's just go to the Airbnb. Um, so I did not actually see that lighthouse. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I did see... Uh, some pretty cool parts of Maine. We we went to Acadia National Park for a day. That was really beautiful, and I stayed in Hancock was the name. I well okay. I stayed in a yeah. I stayed in Hancock. That's where our Airbnb was. And then the campsite we stayed at was called Shudik. Uh, but it's it's what? Pre- what? It's Why pronounced are things <laughs> named like that? It's pronounced Scudic, but we kept saying Shudik, and. Uh, <sighs> Also, when I was there, I, I got bored because yeah, there wasn't a lot to do. So I was like looking up at the main map, and there are town. There's a town called Poland, a town called Paris, a town called West Paris. Like that's an entirely separate town. Yeah. And Norway, and they're all within like a five mile radius of each other. And I just thought that was fascinating. Yeah. So clearly, um, they just thought that was funny or something. I don't that, know. Yeah. They made Paris, Texas. They were clearly. No one's talking about Paris, Maine. Yeah. Um, you, you should make that film. I should Paris, Maine. Uh, yeah, I. But anyways, we we stayed in Maine for a while. Uh, did camping, and I am not a camper. Uh, I do not. I enjoy the wilderness, but I do not enjoy sleeping in the wilderness. Is what I learned. Um, mm-hmm. Pretty pretty tough time, especially considering it stormed throughout the entirety of one night, and there was a leak in the tent that didn't get oh, me no. wet, but it got my brand new shoes wet. Uh, I had it better than the other guy I was with, though. He his pillow got wet, so that was Ooh, unfortunate. That's um, not good. And then Wait, we were gonna. Well, think, okay, sorry, I didn't. Just to interrupt for one second. How new were these shoes? They were like two weeks new. Like Ooh. two. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um. So, anyways, we were gonna camp, and then the final leg of the trip, we were gonna go to our friend's cabin her parents' cabin, which you have to get there by boat. Um, it's like a 20-minute boat ride onto a remote island that doesn't have electricity or anything. So we would have had to, like, bring portable chargers. Like, And we would have been there for, like, three days. But Ooh, what wow. happened was uh, a hurricane was coming towards the East Coast, Hurricane Henry. It is the first hurricane to hit Maine in 31 years, and it was there when we were there. <laughs> so That's, we... Uh... I did not go to the, the island because uh, I was like, well, that's not the place. Because they were like, if you go to the island and then the hurricane hits, uh, you will not be able to get off the island until the storm is over because you can't take the boat. 
and I was just like that idea freaks me out having seen the lighthouse and um I decided not to that's not my reason but yeah but I <laughs> just just to extrapolate or, or expand on that yeah 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 that freaked you out specifically because of the that's lighthouse. not not just so you thought the people that were you were with were gonna like try to murder try you. to murder me yeah and get weird yeah no I was like if I have a nut allergy on this island I will die is what I was thinking uh, which yeah. they weren't gonna let that happen the people that like had the cabin were very like cautious but still I was like the idea of that being a possibility I'm like that's a nightmare so we ended up leaving and staying in some Airbnb in like deeper into Maine on our way back um, at this old woman named Sue's cabin which it was really sketchy to be honest because we got there we booked it for one night and she was like yeah i'm great you guys got this for three days and we were like uh. and uh she was just like yeah mostly when people like come here they really don't want to leave and i was like we're gonna die here but she ended up being pretty nice um i wish it was like ma it was like ma it was literally like ma yeah and she was like playing us songs on her she was giving you she was giving you tons of alcohol yeah yeah she's like booze up Um, she was pointing a gun at you (laughs) <laughs> the nearest grocery store was like 45 minutes away like she lived in the middle of nowhere um but anyways we did that and then we drove back and stayed in pittsburgh for a night which let me just say any pittsburgh listeners amazing city i really liked my time in pittsburgh pittsburgh uh, is cool i've been to pittsburgh many times like yeah. my entire my mom's entire family is from pittsburgh my mom is from pittsburgh wow you do seem like someone that is familiar with pittsburgh i don't know what that vibe yeah. is but you give off that that vibe yeah i have been there probably a dozen times <laughs> wow it's really it's a really beautiful city like great bridges and it's fun that bridges. it's like located in the middle of like all these hills and and yeah woods i'm just like what a did unique you, did you town. go up the vinicular or one of the viniculars i did not we didn't go Ooh, we didn't have out. a lot of time there i had less than 24 yeah, okay, hours fair enough. there <laughs> yeah but yeah that was my uh that was my East Coast road trip. Not as crazy as yours, but still, I got to see. Yeah, I got to see a lot of states. I got to. See, I would say Vermont was the most beautiful. We had Vermont is very Vermont. beautiful. It was really great. Um, yeah, I used and then to I drove through Vermont all the time. That's wow. See, I want to. That's the thing. I what I realized from this trip was that I want to go back to a lot of these places and spend more time there. Specifically, Pittsburgh and Vermont. I would say were really beautiful. Um. But yeah, that we, I knew today was going to be a long intro, which is why yeah. I came prepared with a news segment, but we don't need to get into it. Um, oh, I just briefly, let's touch on it. All right. A total of zero people have asked for our take on this story, but have you heard about the Nirvana baby? I have heard um, about the Nirvana baby. That, that news <laughs> has made it to the Balkans. <laughs> I was like, this is... It's we're honestly a few days late, and we're gonna be even later with it because this is coming out in like a few more days. But yeah, uh, I wanted to get your take. I feel like everyone who's heard the story has the exact same take on it, which is why it's like I don't, I wouldn't be surprised. What if you were randomly like, yeah, he should sue them? Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, like you know how many people saw his baby penis? <laughs> Millions. <laughs> he should get one dollar for every time someone's every- seen his baby penis. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like the way you said that. I'm not gonna lie. I 
mean, you said it twice too. <laughs> I, I know, but like, it's a it's a weird story. It's really weird, cause I'm like, first of all, the the part that's crazy is that he's always been in support of the cover and like recreated it for their like 20th yeah. anniversary, and no, has a tattoo. Clear, he recreated it clothed. Yeah, true, true, true. I mean, that like that would be much creepier if he recreated it completely. <laughs> that would, oh my god! <laughs> Can you imagine the headlines? Like the Nirvana baby recreated the photo naked, and you won't believe. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm just like that it's really like embarrassing. I don't know if he like thought this would go under the rug, but like the fact that it's been talked about by like every major news outlet is so funny and everyone's Yeah. I'm just like at what cost? Like how bad did you need this money? <laughs> what if I were him, what I would have done is the same thing, but I would have done it as a joke because it's very like this it would have been very, very funny, funny as a prank, right? <laughs> it would have been a great prank. Yeah, maybe this is just a big publicity stunt too for like something yeah. else um yeah for his cover band nirvana 2 yeah <laughs> i that actually yeah. did i ever tell you about my my old coach house remember like where i live when i lived near you in chicago yeah 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 you um, have like a how there's a band that used to live there i think i might have mentioned that at some point mm-hmm. um and yeah they were called busker soundcheck and they used to open for smashing pumpkins all the time in chicago in the 90s but wow. one, the guy, the guitarist from that band uh-huh. later went on to form the uh, nation's leading Led Zeppelin cover band. <laughs> and it was just called Led Zeppelin 2. <laughs> That's so yeah. funny. Like um, a few years ago, they played at one of the Roscoe Village, I think, like, like Retro Fest or something. I think they played it. Yeah, dude, that is that's really good. I imagine like their posters, the two is just like really tiny in the corner, so that like, <laughs> anyone catching it, they're like, "Oh, it's the cover band." <laughs> um, that's really funny. Yeah, I don't think that's what this guy has in mind. Um, no, probably but, not. I think he just wants some some free money. Yeah, I don't know. I I couldn't even. Yeah, his his quote. I don't know if you've read the quote. <laughs> the quote no. is really funny. <laughs> he said. Um, in a different interview that year, he said he was angry that people still talked about it. Quote, recently, I've been thinking, what if I wasn't okay with my freaking penis being shown to everybody? I didn't really have a choice. Unquote. End quote. Um, uh, the thing about that is like, <laughs> I think there is almost a valid argument in there, but at the, yeah, like, seeing naked, like, obviously... The, I think the only real like issue you can have comes from like, you know, pedophiles could see it, right. which that's kind of off-putting for sure. Because definitely, like, yeah, I think that's like the best argument he has is like obviously it's like mentally you have to be like, oh, pedophiles are looking at this. Yeah, exactly. And that's the thing. This article by whoever is like ag- against it. Uh, yeah. The lawsuit is not a typical child pornography case, said Mary Graw Leary, a professor at the Columbus School of Law at the Catholic University of America. Um, 
Nudity of a child alone is not the definition of pornography. The typical child pornography that is being seen in law enforcement and pursued in the courts can be violent. The children are young and it is very, I don't, like, this is not that, yeah. you know what I mean? No. <laughs> this, is, this is a, a an album cover. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just a weird story and it's like, yeah, I don't know. That's, that's I guess, our take on that. Looks like that baby is still reaching for the money, you know? Uh, wow. Wow, that's honestly, that take right there is why people come to this podcast. That's what it's all about. Um, speaking of money, um, <laughs> today, yeah, yep. we're talking about um, The Mummy, uh, the classic the adventure original film. One, yep, the not original. Not the Tom Cruise remake that was like no. one of the worst reviewed movies of all time. Yeah, <laughs> we're talking about the 1999 action adventure classic, The Mummy, starring Brendan Fraser. Um, yep, which I this. still never got to the bottom of if because it's just F R A S E R, but everyone yeah. says Fraser, even it's though it's spelled Fraser. F- Fraser, yeah, but, but Fraser sounds Fraser, so it must be right because yeah. that's I think how he says it as well. I just don't understand yeah. how they're getting that sound from the name. It would have been corrected by now if it wasn't. Yeah. But apparently, I mean, I, I, I trust them. I may have brought this up before, but I learned from someone who like was in LA, like working in film, that A24, they pronounce their own production company name as A24, not A24. Like really? that's and I was like that blew my mind. I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> apparently, you, yeah, you're they're not going to start doing that, are you? I'm not going to start that gonna doing be that. The new the elitist film thing just call yeah it a24 and start correcting yeah. people yeah a24's latest film um <laughs> <laughs> i was just like that's but it doesn't make sense because they sell sweatshirts that say a24 spelled out so i was like i think this, this person was lying to you i know but they were like they could have been messing with me <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't know but they they were like legit they weren't like uh they wouldn't have that sense of humor right anyway um what, what if you go back and like you edit all of your old videos where you say that to, to then yeah like, dub over it saying a24 <laughs> it's like a mandela effect no one ever heard a24 they're like wait um anyways the synopsis to this reads uh the mummy is a rousing suspenseful and horrifying epic about an expedition of treasure seeking explorers in the sahara desert in 1925 Stumbling upon an ancient tomb, tomb, uh, the hunters unwittingly set loose a 3,000-year-old legacy of terror, which is embodied in the vengeful reincarnation of an Egyptian priest who had been sentenced to an eternity as one of the living dead. Um, yeah, that's that's the synopsis. It's, I mean, uh, he wasn't really sentenced to an eternity as the living dead, though, because he was dead when they found him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, well, I, okay, I was going to do the thing where we usually read, well, we don't usually, but remember in Spree when I read one of the Google reviews, um, yeah, read to one. follow it up. So you can filter them. So I filtered by one star reviews for the mummy and it literally says this selected filter has no reviews. Um, so what does that say about the film for today? Uh, <laughs> let me try two star, no reviews, three star Okay, come on. All right, the worst okay, we got is no a reviews. four star. Yeah. Uh, 
great archaeology movie. It's very much alike to Indiana Jones. It is kind of scary, but decent, says Daniel Anderson. Um, so what? <laughs> wait, wait. He think wait. Daniel Anderson <laughs> thinks that this movie's about archaeology. <clears throat> he thinks that's what archaeology is. He also thinks that's what. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I was gonna say uh, Indiana Jones is closer to archaeology than this for sure. I feel they're like both not close to archaeology. <laughs> I I feel like you have more say in this as someone who went on like, didn't you go on like an archaeology something? Yeah, or no, I, I I have been on about maybe seven weeks worth of archaeological digs. I have a degree in anthropology, um, so I think I, I'm not say like an archaeologist this. necessarily. Yeah. I think you need a master's degree to call yourself that. But I think I'm yeah. more qualified than most people to, to say what is or is not archaeology yeah yeah um yeah this is not at all what archaeology is <laughs> like th- this is like you know the people that you don't have find the mummies. submersibles where they they dive down and get like they look for shipwrecks and try to like recover yeah. gold from like spain or something yeah like yeah. that's that's what similar to what this is it's just like treasure hunting it's not they're not doing any science. Do you think like, this you're not would just be looking for things? Do you think this would be any good if it was like an accurately, an accurate archaeology picture? No, archaeology <laughs> is so boring. Why do you think just, I don't do it doing anymore? Science all over. The only okay, I will say the only thing that resembled archaeology was when the you know Brendan Fraser stole the kit to give to. I, I I'm blanking. The names aren't really important. In this yeah, story. no, they're not. You just know that. Uh, when he, yeah, that one kit resembled an archaeology kit. But did they mm-hmm. ever use that kit in the film? No. Not a single time. The only name I remember for the record is Benny, because they say it so many Benny, times. Yeah. And Benny's an idiot. Benny, yeah. Um, can I just read you yep. the some of these reviews? They're really funny. Yeah. Uh, one yeah. of them is just I love to watch the film, with a bunch of like smiley faces. <laughs> no. <laughs> Okay, I, the type of people that review films on Google are actually, like, the funniest thing so ever. So funny. This one is very entertaining with super computer animations effects. Um. <laughs> Was this Google review from, like, 1999? <laughs> this one is, it has everything. Thrill, suspense, fantasy. Picturization is fantastic. Must watch. <laughs> You don't hear picturization on Letterbox that often. What? Um, a roll, a rollicking good action horror adventure film. Grab a big bucket of popcorn and prepare for a good time. Says Barry Sheridan. You you know that you probably could make a Letterbox account where you just take the funniest Google reviews and just repost them on Letterbox, and it'd be like one of the top ten accounts it'd be on the website. So successful. This username is Flame Hank. Spelled, actually no, it's it's correctly spelled. I thought I saw a Y in there. <laughs> um, it's actually the most coherent review. Watching this in 2020, yeah. I must say it's pretty impressive. However, there are quite a few flaws. But the mummy was really cool and scary, which was awesome. Even though I hate horror movies, recommend. Okay, why isn't Flame Hank on Letterboxd? I know, because Flame you Hank to get a serious review. Yeah, whose profile picture <laughs> is a flame? For the record. Uh, Flame Hank with he the flaming mention, reviews. But Hank did not even mention the picturization. <laughs> um, yeah, well, that's, uh, that's 
Classic yeah. Boxing Matches is another username. <laughs> <laughs> What's this if you like, no boxing in this film? <laughs> there were boxing matches, but nothing classic. Um, it's a really long review, too. Classic <laughs> Boxing Matches had a lot to say. Can I explore the, their profile pictures? No. Or, I mean, their accounts? Yeah, no. Wow. Okay, this is going to be a new segment that we're going to keep doing. We have to keep doing it. Old, for, any, for any film that's like old, <laughs> we're going to look up Google reviews and read them. It didn't go that far with Spree, but for The Mummy, we found some some gold yeah. in there. Uh, so, yeah, we, we, we should just talk about it. Um, this was, and yeah. I think this will shock a lot of people, um, my first time watching this movie. Uh, now, this will not have shocked anyone who listened to last week's episode where we mentioned that you've never seen it. And that was the whole point of us watching it. Yeah. Mm. But, but what did you think? That's what I'm very curious about. Dude, I had so much fun. I think this is a great movie. Because, um, yeah. well, first of all, I should preface this by saying that my childhood favorites were, like, my mom got us a box set of the Indiana Jones, the three original ones, and I had those, like, on loop all the time. I watched them, like, every time we went anywhere in the car and at home. Uh, so I'm just, like, I think I have a soft spot for these, like, ad- <laughs> these archaeology films. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. yeah. I, I don't, This did remind me a lot of Indiana Jones. and But, like, in a much more contemporary way. Like, it's definitely, like, a product of its time. Like, this is a very late 90s, yeah. early 2000s movie. Oh, it, in the best way, though. Yeah, it's in the way of, like, Armageddon. It's these huge, yeah. like, these big budget, just action blockbusters. You go to the movie theater, watch it with, you know, 200 people in the room while you're eating popcorn. Totally. Mummy pops out, you go, ah, and you throw ah. a bunch of popcorn in the air. Like, the mummy, even by today's standards, was, like, a great character design. Like, it was genuinely, yeah. like, kind of, it wasn't, didn't actually scare me, but I was like, this is unnerving like it's a great like creature i'm just like yes i agree with all these google reviews like it's pretty dated but not in a way that's like that turns you off it's like Uh, and what what do you think of the picturization the picturization was great i don't (laughs) amazing picturization um (laughs) i hope we start like a wave of People using picturization in letterbox <laughs> reviews. I'm, this. For this movie, after we record this, I'm going to go to letterbox and just type amazing picturization for my review. Mine's going to be I love to watch the movie. I, yeah. <laughs> it's just, we're just plagiarizing. And you know yours is going to go find <laughs> yeah. number one review. I love to watch the movie. <laughs> I might turn on comments just for that review, too. <laughs> just see what people have to say. <laughs> Dude, wow. I'm sweating. Um, yeah. I Did you rewatch the movie for this episode? Oh, Jeff? yeah, of course. Yeah, I figured. Absolutely. I wanted to. That's Any... the actual only reason why I rec- yeah. suggested we watch this, so I had a reason to watch it again. <laughs> That's what, and I understand that. Like now, from now on, any excuse I have to rewatch the Mummy, I'll rewatch it. Um, yeah, and you know, there's two sequels. I know the Mummy Returns and the Mummy Tomb of 
uh, what's it called? Tomb. The Dragon uh, Emperor? The Dragon Emperor, yeah. Both of which yeah, were now, terribly received, I think. so. Now, I want to say Mummy Returns at least has, like, you can have fun with it, and it's, like, some of the enjoyment of this film. I suggest watching that movie if you mm. like this. I mean, I think you won't maybe love that one, but you'll be like, okay, this was at least fun enough, and it was worth it. I thought we could watch all three of them for this podcast and do hit them off. Yeah. Because I think that would be we kind could. of fun. Because, I mean, uh, actually it would be because the third one is <clears throat> genuinely terrible. Yeah. Well, I'd love to, it like, watch awful. our reactions just slowly devolve yeah. into... Yeah, because <laughs> I have not watched any of these in probably five to six years. So I'm, yeah. I can rewatch all of them. I don't remember... I just remember my general, like, impressions of them. I don't really remember any specific scenes. Mm-hmm. I had so much fun with this movie, I'll commit to a box set and buy all yeah. three you know no, I, I will say i own the box set i own all the, i own the trilogy on blu-ray <laughs> well, that's not surprising at all <laughs> um yeah yeah cool um well i let's talk about brendan fraser i guess uh yeah, let's do he it. was really i mean i i'm not unfamiliar with brendan fraser it's crazy though that i had a very different history with him because my experience with brendan fraser was george of the jungle and right uh journey to the center of the earth which is another movie we should watch for this podcast yeah it should it'd be a really fun one <laughs> i okay would you agree his performance in this i, I guess which of those two films do you think that this performance was closer to um uh fuck probably journey to the center of the earth right because george of the jungle is just okay goofy and it's a kid that movie. was honestly a test it was it's obviously journey to the center of the earth yeah um <laughs> if you said george of the jungle i was gonna be like <laughs> <laughs> but he just run into trees in that movie it's like an obvious answer but at the same time he's very goofy in this movie he has he does oh, the yeah. same face for the whole movie where he's like yeah. It's like just really like showing as much of his bottom teeth as he can. <laughs> and it's so <laughs> it works. It's so funny. You know, it's it's the it this movie's just like so fun. It's yeah. so stupid. Brandon Fraser's performance, it's like Indiana Jones if he was like drunk the whole time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's Indiana Jones if he was on like Coke or something. Like he's really yeah. <laughs> not as smooth as Indiana Jones. Um, but he's still like so charismatic somehow. Yeah, he's really he's a great action star. There's like that one move in the end where yeah. he's like fighting one skeleton or mummy, I should say. Right. <laughs> and he like does this without even like looking and hits the other one. Yeah. And it's genius. I'm like, oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. I I love it. I, and also, whoever did the wardrobe for this film nailed it. Mm-hmm. He looks so cool in this movie. His hair looks his hair is fantastic well. i mean that yeah. hair is like a trend nowadays it's like a gen z thing which is funny because yeah. brendan fraser's been doing the middle part um yeah he just looks really he looks really good um yeah but yeah it's i'm i'm excited for the brendan fraser comeback that we're yeah currently in um we I mean, will say we we uh absolutely thought his performance in the uh no sudden move was, yeah no uh, sudden move was pretty bad but yeah. i think that that's also because 
they were just like that casting was kind of forcing him into a role. Totally, it was kind of like like he's easing a him into actor. It. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think that I guess we're gonna see in the future if he can like pull off these dramatic roles. But that one was yeah. like also a period piece as well, which is like the hardest thing to act is like this very muted period piece role he was given. Yeah, he's. So, we'll see. Well, that's the thing. I don't know how comedic his performances are gonna be because he's all I know is that he's like the lead in a Darren Aronofsky film, which yeah historically aren't the funniest movies <laughs> um, no I, I, no I, I I'm saying that's like for me historically I view him as a good comedic like an yeah action yeah comedy like blend yeah because you know Looney Tunes back in action was like a similar action comedy adventure mm-hmm. like really the like early late 90s early 2000s he was like the the king of like the yeah comedic action totally genre which is a whole it's a very interesting subgenre to exist in i don't know if there is yeah. that right now if if you can call like Dwayne the rock johnson the, yeah I, the I modern brendan frazier but he's not so. as like i like Dwayne the rock johnson for the record but i don't yeah. think he's nearly as like charismatic and as interesting to watch as yeah, brendan I, frazier. I think he's charismatic enough i think mm-hmm. he's probably a better actor than brendan frazier yeah yeah but and but i think brendan frazier has that like little extra like bit of i don't know it's that's not mm-hmm. something i can quantify yeah but, i mean it wasn't the like journey of the center of the earth 2 was that with the rock in that uh might have been i don't even i didn't even know there was a second journey to the center of the yeah. earth to be honest but there yeah there was a sec- sequel i actually don't remember who it was like, why would they have to go there again after the first yeah time? <laughs> they had to go back to the center of the earth they had to figure out what was down there again um yeah, but also yeah. like Jumanji is like a similar thing mm-hmm. that Brendan Fraser, if, if like you know the new new Jumanjis, came yeah, yeah, out, yeah, you know, fifteen, you years know, earlier, he'd be the lead, like, you know, he would have been one of those, yeah. yeah, he would have probably been the Rock. Damn. Yeah, I guess they really. I never thought of that though, but they kind of yeah. did like, you know, that's, the Rock kind of took over that role. That's what's so exciting is because I'm like he's he's not only making a comeback, but he's taking us down a different route. And I'm like, yeah. I'm here for it, you know. I think no, Nick I'm Cage excited. is I'm in the midst of one as well, but that's a different episode. Um, yeah, I don't know what else there even is to, how much there's to say about this movie because I think it's just, I I'm just like this movie reminded me like what an uh, like a fun family adventure film used to look like because we just mm-hmm. don't have movies like this that often i mean i didn't see jungle cruise or whatever the fuck it's called but apparently that's yeah. supposed to be really fun but that's, i'm like i we actually don't... do want to see that for this reason yeah i heard that that's like a return to form in this way but i'm like i feel like the the new thing which i not to sound like a broken record but i'm like superhero movies became like this they like replaced whatever this was and it just got very yeah. boring and not as like because there, there's this thing is so stupid and cheesy, but it knows that and it has so much fun with it. And I'm like, that's what makes it so good. <laughs> it's yeah, I I don't know. I, it's I like had a so much ride fun in with Disney it. World. Exactly. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Anyway. No, I I completely agree, yeah. and that's why I like this movie. I, okay, did you ever see Roger Ebert's review of this film? No. <laughs> oh, Google is it, it bad? Uh, Google it. Let me see. Uh, right, <laughs> the first result is like great picturization. I'm like, whoa, 
Even he <laughs> used that term. Um, <laughs> Roger Ebert, the mummy. Uh, three stars. There is within me an unasked, an unslaked, slaked? A uh, hunger for preposterous adventure movies. Um, I'm not going to read this whole thing. No, just like the gist of it. Just the first. Okay. Let me yeah, let me skip the- to the last paragraph. Look, art, this isn't. Great trash, it isn't. Good trash, it is. It's not quite up there with Anaconda, but it's as much fun as Congo and The Relic, and it's better than Species. If those four titles are not intimately familiar to you, The Mummy might not be the place to start. Yeah. Well. Anyways, the gist of it is he pretty <laughs> much said like he um liked it, but just yeah. because it, it's so like fun, that's the whole yeah. thing. It's like he doesn't think it's art, but he thinks it's just like a very fun time. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm reading the Okay, I cannot argue for the script, the direction, the acting, or even the mummy, but I can say that I was not bored, and sometimes I was unreasonably pleased. There is a little immaturity stuck away in the crannies of even the most ju- judicious of us, and we should treasure it. That's a great way of putting it. Um, right? This guy should be one of the best. <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah, that's that's awesome. Uh, and I agree. I, I just think I it's just a fun movie that like we there should be more of um yeah yeah and you don't have to think about it when it's over yeah exactly because so many films you kind of do like yeah. even if you don't really necessarily want to you just have to keep thinking about it to like you know break down Figure like this it out. everything that ever all the information is in front of you you don't need to do any of the work on your own and you just get to watch it happen yeah I love to watch the movie, not think about the movie, you know? Yeah, I love to watch the movie. <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly, that's a great review <laughs> because it's, it's not thinking about the movie. No, he's he is just so pleased at what's in front of him, this guy. And so um, am I. And so am I. Did you learn anything new upon a rewatch or was it no, you know, that's just the thing. that same good flavor? It's, it's like eating it's, a pop The movie tart. is really just a, it's a vibe. It's you, a vibe. You watch it, you understand the vibe, and now whenever you want to like revisit that vibe, mm-hmm. you just watch it again and you same thing. Yeah. Well, that's that's great. I'm glad we watched this, and I'm glad you picked this because this was this was a lot of fun. Um, yeah. I think I'll and, give it like. What you I'm gonna, gonna give it. <laughs> I'm gonna give it four. <laughs> I was gonna say four. I thought you were yeah. about to go five, and I was like, whoa. No, I can't I go that far. But but. No, because I think, I don't know, for me, it, I couldn't probably give it five. I almost went four and a half, though. But it's just yeah. a it's fun. good time. And I think normally these, like, this type of film, we've watched a lot of these on the podcast that try to do this and fail. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. So I think this is one of the first, like, really dumb, big-budget, like, action-type movies that we've mm-hmm. watched that we actually both like. Yeah, that does it right, you know? Yeah. Um awesome because yeah i was just like there's moments and i think specifically that plane scene where the tornado is a or the sandstorm is a face and that that is first of all my favorite scene in the film i think because it's it's the perfect mix of like really good action and really hilarious like setups like it's such a funny Mm -hmm. concept too and i'm just like it's dumb 
and there is a way to do that scene wrong even though it's written as like such an awesome idea um but like the movie has so much fun with the way they shoot it and the way brendan fraser just completely hams it up i'm like it it just all of the pieces went together and it's it's a really fun time and like Um, the character winston is like the perfect yeah he's like (laughs) complimentary character yeah (laughs) um so we're both going fours and yeah good movie it's on hbo max if anyone uh wants everything's on hbo max or on my shelf on jeff's shelf yeah you go over there and watch it in the blu-ray box set yeah if you're ever at cool. my, uh, if you're ever in my apartment or house, wherever I'm living, <laughs> uh, let's uh, let's get into the questions because we got a few of them today. Uh, if I can find them, uh, this first one comes straight to you, Jeff. Actually, it comes from Ooh. Donald Mooney, and it is Jeff. Who do you think is the best soccer player of all time? Of all time? No. Yeah. Here's the thing. Some people really like to glamorize like Pele and Maradona and, you know, older players who played in like who these men are 60s, 80s, like that time period. Yeah. Um, Here's the thing. Quantifiably, just you can look at statistics and the game is much faster now to the point where no one who played before the last 20 years even has a chance of being the best player. Like they Mm -hmm. just don't have the conditioning. The game is different. Um, like people like the stars now would have absolutely dominated if they played in like the 70s yeah like if, if with their current conditioning so I, I, for me i can't like pele for sure not the best player ever um now saying that the answer really has to be messi or ronaldo yeah um who you probably do know about i've heard those names for sure uh, yeah seen kids at my school with the jerseys yeah i, I so i think that just uh and I have to go Messi um, mm-hmm. because I'm a Liverpool fan and Ronaldo played for Man United, so I would never say he was the best. And also he's playing there again. He actually just announced after 12 years of him being gone, he's now back on Man United as of yesterday. Hell yeah. Well, that's great. He's 36 news. now. <laughs> Damn. That is actually really old for uh, for an athlete. It's very old, yeah. I feel like. It is. Interesting. Um, Have you seen like those Tony Hawk video. Tony Hawk's like performing all of his tricks for like the final time because he knows he's like not gonna be able to skateboard soon. Yeah, um, I don't know how he still can skateboard. Honestly, I know like fifty, right? Yeah, and he's doing some crazy things. Yeah, it's um, nuts how his bones don't all just shatter. Yeah, but I was like, that must be very. I think that's a really like interesting and beautiful way of going out, like being aware of your last tricks. And, like, there's all these videos of yeah. him, like, breaking down. I'm like, that's so sad. But I'm also, like, it's cool that he, like, gets to, like, know the last time he did these tricks. Yeah. Um, it's an interesting concept. Like, do you think that when you make your last <laughs> video essay, you're going to you're gonna know it's the last one? Yeah, well, yeah. Unless I'm, like, what if I die? <laughs> in, in which case, uh, then I wouldn't know. Yeah. Yeah, uh, there was a period well, I hope in there. You go out on your own terms. Totally. Yeah, I I would I will. What I will say is that I don't want to be doing video essays and or YouTube videos in general, like well into my uh, like fifties. I I would imagine 
I would make the, the switch over into something else before then, whether it be like yeah, like editing some, like hologram, or, hologram right. or something. Yeah, podcasting like it's, though, it's, it's, it's yeah. We don't know when we're gonna stop. <laughs> we, we don't. We have no plans of stopping. <laughs> we have no plans of stopping. And uh, you know, you can't stop us unless if you pay us. You know what? I will say this: if someone wants to pay us, uh, two hundred thousand dollars each. We will yeah. stop podcasting forever. Two hundred dollars, Jeff. <laughs> no, two hundred thousand. Oh, I was like, Jesus Christ! No, two hundred dollars. That would be a bad investment since no, we yeah, yeah, yeah. make, you know, some Less money on Patreon. That, yeah. that would be a very short-sighted. Yeah. Um, I did. <sighs> I, I I don't know if I've brought this up to you yet. I was like, I wonder which of us will die first, and it, if whoever is still alive will keep doing the podcast. <laughs> I was like, what if I die and you just like upload? You don't even know the password to the SoundCloud. Actually, I think I might should. have it somewhere. I should send it to you in case that happens. In case you die. So you can <laughs> upload like a 15 minute episode. What if you do like yeah. a full length episode just like nothing happened yeah. and you just keep talking? <laughs> and do I just, you know what I do? I change go, like, the name. The route. No, I go the route where I just cut clips of like since we have 120 something episodes we have a lot of content i just cut i just make it sound like you're still there where i just yeah. cut out the different things you say it's really sad to think about actually <laughs> it is sad i wouldn't do um, that i would no. have to at the very least i'd have to change the name to the jeff cast <laughs> <laughs> you never talk about movies you only talk about sports there will be yeah, some people I that only stick talk around, about yeah. the nhl there yeah, yeah, be yeah like yeah. seven people um Let's uh let's move on to the next question. This next one is a uh, favorite pair of sneakers from Frank Ocean Forever. Now, uh, I hope that yours were not the ones that just got super wet. <laughs> it is actually it's not. Those are some really amazing sneakers. They're like Nike ACGs. I don't know what model. It's my first pair of ACGs. Um but there and it's ironic because i think that stands for like all conditions gear or whatever mm-hmm. and they're not they got really wet and really the, they got yeah. they got like destroyed on the first condition that they yeah. faced. yeah <laughs> i actually have a uh actually never mind i don't know if I, I i can talk about it i have a sponsorship with a sneaker brand coming up that are actually really nice saying that off record i'm not even getting paid to say this but they're uh really well-made sneakers but more on that in the next video <laughs> more on that when it when you <laughs> i have announce to announce sponsor, sponsors yeah. yeah um yeah i i would say my answer is the new balance 574s it's a great model of shoe uh yeah yeah a model of shoe i don't know what the right term make it would be style right style or make yeah they're just like they're I, so I think model and make are both ca- for cars okay well i've heard model for shoe before people take them seriously yeah okay i guess Unless i'm not they in, i'm not on that level <laughs> <laughs> i'm not a sneakerhead. <laughs> i want to get more into i've noticed myself like not even intentionally but like accidentally falling more into sneaker culture because yeah uh ever since buying these acgs i'm just like i want to pay more attention and there's some really cool <laughs> shoes out there you want to pay uh, more attention so they don't get wet yeah yeah yeah. i'm like i i went some i went wrong somewhere gotta You're make like, sure i don't 
My shoes keep getting wet. I got to own as gotta... many as possible. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I do the like New Balance five seven fours. The yellow ones are good. Those are the they're Air Force ones, which I think are they're my first pair of Air Force ones I've ever owned, and I've always wanted one since like high school. I wanted like either all red or all white, and I ended up going all yellow, went well into college, and they are really nice they're very comfortable and they go well with like any outfit the only issue is they're like they're very blocky they have like really sharp edges and one day i was walking a little too fast and caught the other side and rolled my ankle extremely hard Uh, and it hurt for a long time but other than that great shoe yeah (laughs) they're like i i almost broke my ankle but Nothing they look negative to say great. other than other than yeah. the fact that my ankle almost snapped it's off my permanently leg. Permanently damaged, yeah. It's uh, like I can't jump anymore, but the shoes, I, I love shoes, them. Shoes, they're awesome, yeah. What about you, Jeff? Um, So I've been traveling for like two months now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I only brought one pair of shoes. And now they're like the back of them is almost falling off. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and I well, actually have only bought one pair of shoes in the last two years, and it is these shoes. What kind of shoes are they? Are, are those? They're the, I've talked Nikes about them before or? when we. Yeah, they're like the Nike, like uh, very lightweight, like mm-hmm. flyknit. They're, they're cool. Sh- I really like those shoes. To be fair. Yeah, mine aren't cool anymore. They're actually super messed yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. They were cool though when they were new. Mm-hmm. Very comfortable though. Incredibly comfortable. I've walked hundreds of miles in them. They have no a blisters. story behind them. You know. Yeah, the story uh, is, is that there's a hole in them. <laughs> <laughs> you know what shoes fall apart really fast are vans. I was I used to be very into vans in like high school and my first two years of college, but yeah. I had to like stop wearing them because after literally like three months, they, the soles would just start getting ripped up and the bottoms are, would just get destroyed and it's very weak now, shoe. That's a good business model to keep buying more i know because i ca- i bought yeah. a lot of vans and i don't buy that many new balances i maybe go through one a year but yeah yeah um um yeah i mean it's kind of like you know how there's the claims of people that uh car like tire repair places they throw like nails on the road Oh, so that the people It's, it's can't. similar with the van, so people have to go there. So it's like That's... vans just keep making their shoes break down, so you have to go buy more vans. Yeah, yeah. Or they the vans people throw nails on the road so the people their vans get giant holes in them. <laughs> and their car gets a hole in the tire. <laughs> their their whole They're having their a whole bad day, day is messed up. Yeah. yeah. Um <laughs> like their tire gets punctured and then they get out in their vans and step on another nail. <laughs> And then also like the doctor, the foot, like the podiatrist is in on it as well. So now the person has to go to the podiatrist because they have a giant hole in their foot. All through one nail. Really great business. <laughs> and Home Depot sales are skyrocketing because people keep buying nails. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's a whole, that's, that's capitalism. Yeah. So it's a whole ecosystem. We just got so political. Uh, um, yeah. Last yeah. question. Well, there's one more question. Yeah. Is, uh, where is it? Uh, on the, this one comes from Nicole is doing fine and it is on the pod. I've heard y'all talk or sometimes talk briefly about the accomplishments of your friends and peers. How do y'all work through trying not to compare your success to the success of others in a negative way? Well, yeah, Nahal worked on Batman and I think that, yeah, <laughs> that yeah, up all our days. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I we do have very successful friends, but I would argue that our friends think the same of us. <laughs> I would argue they think the same of you. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> I think having a podcast where anybody is listening is something people are jealous because I know a lot of friends that like start podcasts and get like two episodes in and quit. So I yeah. think the fact that both of us like have a podcast that we get to do on a weekly basis where we know people are listening to an extent where we get at least three questions per episode for over at two years. At least three people are listening. I know. Means. Exactly. I'm like, people and people want us to answer questions. Some people don't even yeah. get their questions answered. I'm like, it's got to feel. Yeah. We were charting. No, and, <laughs> and I think it was nice that we got into a rhythm of doing this all the time. Where yeah. it tur- it turns out, because I know like a lot of people are like, we should start a podcast, and then mm-hmm. like at least one of them then isn't as committed as the other one, and then it yeah, just like, yeah. dies. Yeah. Where luckily both of us had like a very high level of commitment from the start to where mm-hmm. we made it like where it's just now a part of our week. Obviously, yeah. Saying this, we did not do an episode last week, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah. going forward, we're gonna I probably you know for the rest of the year, except for obviously if we have something come up. But yeah, we are very committed. And it's just a fun thing to do. Like, I was actually really excited to talk to you today because I haven't talked to you Me in a while. Me too. It's fun. I love podcasting with my buddy Jeff. <laughs> Me too. Um, now, that's to say, or that's not to say uh, that to combat feelings of, um, or comparing yourself too heavily, don't start a podcast is what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. That's not the solution. The but I would say that it's all relative and that, you know, you don't know like everyone first of all everyone measures success differently so you can't yeah. uh judge that based on on what they want to do um i don't know i i would say not i just don't focus on like other people's success that hard yeah because i'm like i think the whole worked yeah, on batman because that's the route he wants to take and right. i don't want to work on batman <laughs> as yeah someone in like the camera or grip department that's not something i find enjoyable at all <laughs> yeah and that's why honestly I'm like, it's i don't know very stressful it's very stressful like i i never did it above like student projects and i did not like it so i'm like there's yeah. no way when i was like felt like i was being paid money to do something i would not like that experience yeah yeah you know but i think to answer the question a little bit since you answered it and i have not at all to this point mm-hmm. yeah i think that the only way you can really measure success for you obviously you know there's certain parameters but if as long as you have a certain amount of of money where you can at least like live you know a way you want to live mm-hmm. um, it yeah. just needs to be like happiness and enjoying your life and i think it's kind of a weird catch-22 because not measuring yourself against other people is i think a pathway to that yeah yeah um yeah where i think also when you remove yourself a bit you know, since now that like with COVID and stuff, I've kind of, and I've moved to Florida for at least a while. Um, I kind of took myself out of the environment I was in for five years in Chicago. Mm-hmm. And it kind of gives you like a broader picture um, yeah. of like what your life is and, you know, who you still end up talking to, you know, when you're not living there. So yeah. it's like, I now don't talk to all the people I even talked to two years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, it kind of makes you realize that you're your own kind of, to an extent, it's like you're your own person. And mm-hmm. these people that you're comparing yourself to, you might not, in a year from now, you might not even like ever talk to them anymore. So it's kind of yeah. dumb to even have them as a reference point. Cause it's not like they're a, a permanent fixture of your life that you always have to like, 
you know, compare yourself against. Yeah. Um, and also, in general, I think success, you know, is is for people is not something where you're competing directly against other people, mm-hmm. right? Like, yeah, obviously, if there's one job and you and someone else are going for it and this person gets it, obviously, that's one specific instance when that matters. But normally, your friend's success has nothing to do with your ability to attain success. Totally. Yeah. I also think, and this applies to, like, YouTube and comparing myself to other YouTubers because I feel like that's another decent example. Yeah. I used to, like, when I was, like, a small channel around like 10,000 subscribers by like relative to where I'm at at now. Um, I like would always be like, oh, well, this other channel has like 15,000 and my goal is going to be to like surpass them. And then it would like keep upping to like 50,000 and blah, 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 blah. And sometimes like around like, I want to say like a year or two ago, I would get like really insecure looking at channels that were below me surpassing me by a lot. And I'm like, well, that's my fault or something, which is not the case. Because I'm like, first of all, not my fault. And second, like, I feel like it's it's just redundant to, or it feels redundant to, like, keep measuring yourself numerically because, you know, it's there's always just, like, going to be another one that you're going to want to surpass. So there's no point in, like, focusing on that and instead just, like, yeah. like you said, enjoying it. And uh, yeah. Yeah. And that's what it's about is like people view like success as like these different measures of things. But I think really like once you get to a certain point, then it's like how happy you are is the real mm-hmm. measurement. Totally, um, totally. So it's like, yeah, someone can be, you know, that's why you see like incredibly famous people that by so many measures are successful, but then they like aren't happy. Yeah, yeah. Um. So that's like, you know, it's, it's a hidden kind of thing that you can't really measure yourself against someone else but mm-hmm. um yeah i don't know totally it's, i think i've done a better job of that in the last yeah year or so than the few mm-hmm. before that yeah um yeah cool well you good know, question for me something that makes me happy <laughs> is talking to my good friend carson <laughs> request something that makes me happy is watching the movie but that's just me um i <laughs> i is great picturization. Honestly, the picturization was <laughs> the best I've seen in a while. And on that note, let's move into our wrap up. Uh, this review, we like to read reviews first of all because we like hearing what you guys have to say, and it also helps the podcast leaving five star reviews. So this one comes from Mark loves the Karst cast via USA. What if he said that and then? It was like one star review. <laughs> um, it is uh, subject line is I love the Cars Cast, and the review reads I wasn't much of a podcast listener about a year ago, but then I wanted to check out some movie podcasts. Watching Carsten's videos made me want to check out the podcast since I enjoy his videos so much. The Cars Cast isn't the movie podcast I was looking for, but it is so much more. Yes, Jeff and Carson talk about movies, but it doesn't confine itself to just being a movie podcast, and then don't take it too ser- and they don't take it too seriously. The Cars Cast is a lot of fun. Five out of five. Thank you, Mark. Appreciate it. Thank you, Mark. And, you know, I'm glad that Mark was not upset that this is not the movie podcast he was looking for. Yeah, yeah. I was was like, like, wait. I was not looking for this movie podcast. They barely talk about movies. They Honestly, (laughs) yeah. Honestly, they just make fun of random people on Google. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> he's like, in most of the movies, they don't even mention the picturization. <laughs> <laughs> Complete lack of picturization discourse in these episodes. Um, cool. Well, uh, next we have to announce the next movie to talk about. Um, we don't have any ideas. Well, I have an idea, but do you have an idea, Jeff? Um, I don't have ideas any anymore. ideas. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, I thought we could talk about the Suicide Squad because that's a it's a Netflix movie. No, it's not Netflix. It's HBO Max. It's HBO um, Max. Okay. The only stipulation is when is it leaving HBO Max? Because I think it's kind of soon. Uh, let me check. The Suicide Squad. So it just needs to squad be hopefully a week leaving from now. HBO Max. Uh, when does it leave? Uh, just give me the deets. It's officially set for September 5th departure. So that's... Oh, okay. We got time. We got time. That's, yeah, that's it's a, a week from time. tomorrow. Yeah. So let's, do, okay, let's that works. do Suicide Squad. Awesome. Perfect. It's the new James Gunn film. People have already talked about it a lot, but I have not watched it, and neither is Jeff. I so haven't either. People are itching to get our thoughts on yeah. this movie. I, um, th- honestly, everyone I see in Kosovo, I walk around the street, and they're like, you, what, have you seen Suicide Squad? <laughs> this is true you told me you've t- told me about yeah. this yeah um yeah. lastly we want to thank our patrons over at patreon.com slash carscast uh if you guys are consistent listeners of the podcast and you're like what what's another way we can help you guys this is the best place to go for doing that because yeah. for just five dollars a month you get tons of perks like bonus episodes Q and A's, shout outs at the end of every episode, and Zoom Hangouts, which we got one going on yesterday by the time this is uploaded. Um, I was like, yesterday we did. <laughs> <laughs> uh not gonna go into the yesterday bit. But yeah, uh it's a really great place and it's a great place to support us. Uh or a great way to support us. Uh really no, good I community. Make because of Patreon. Um, and like obviously the support over the last few months mm-hmm. uh, when I get back to the United States I'm finally getting a new microphone yeah thanks to the patrons that'll be really it exciting completely funded by, by the you patrons. guys by fans um, so if you want more improvements to the podcast just know that's the space to contribute and help us yeah. out if you guys get to 5,000 a month you can actually replace me <laughs> <laughs> I actually, on a serious note, I want, <laughs> I want to replace Jeff. <laughs> I'm kidding. That was a, I, I did not prize what you just said. Um, yeah, I do want to save up to get this thing called the Roadcaster Pro, which gives you a ton of like mixing features, and we can do, start doing call-ins, and I think that'd be I, a lot of fun. Uh, now, when I was in Texas. Uh, yeah. helping my brother set up their podcast studio my mm-hmm. like they actually bought one so i got mm-hmm. to mess around with it it is so fun to use yeah that's why I, uh, and it's really cool and you yeah it's amazing i really want one and it's it's yeah. a little on the pricier side though which is why i was like if there's ever a time to become a patron and make these dreams for us come true and help improve the pod and that's 
a good way of doing so. And you remember how, Carson, you used to use your soundboard. I do, yeah. Um, there's a built-in soundboard on the Roadcaster that is amazing, to... and it works flawlessly. Hell yeah. I don't have to worry about my scratchy little board anymore. Yeah. Um, well, with all that out of the way, thank you, Alex Thomas, Antonio DeMarco, Blake Root, Boat, Boy, uh, <laughs> never mind, Boat, Brandon Yu, Brock Schultz, Camilla, Chuck the Duck, Daniel Cook, David, David Sir, Eden, Gavin Henderson, Grant Gow, Harry Remedianakis, Iva, Jane Easton, Jacob Colness, John Van Hout, Jordan Hill, Judy S., Karsten do a backflip, KDT, Liv Rob, Luke Warm, Martin Duff, Mary Lee Borslow, Meridian, Michael Rennie, Monroe Page, Nora B. Parks, Riley Ost, Skylar Ermel, Sophia Arieta, Stella Perry, Super Califragilistic Expialidocious, Smitty Werben, Jagerman Jensen, Tom Likes Beans, Vegard Strom, Vera S. was the Monopoly Man, am now the monopoly shrimp Wes kinley xavier fossier yusef a and zoe hernandez mcdonald thank you everybody for the support lovely group um amazing patrons amazing well i'm really hungry i'm not gonna lie like i'm starving and yeah have not eaten a lot today so i think i'm gonna go eat some food and jeff you're gonna go to yeah bed. i mean that's i'm gonna go yeah it's almost 11 p.m here in kosovo yeah. um you know what I'll catch you on the flip side. I'll catch you on the flip side. Flip side.